0: Hi, I'm Blake Bennett, and I'm Steve Atkins, and we are The Limey Limey and the Yank,
1: Yank, a podcast that talks about rock and roll on both sides of the big pond, from the UK to the USA. All right. Okay, what I wanted to do, Steve, is we've talked about a few bands here, and at the end of the Manchester show, we talked about Oasis and how they sound like the Beatles, but they weren't ripping them off, they were really paying homage to them. I remember when Oasis hit in America, they made a big deal of talking about how much they adored the Beatles, gave the Beatles credit for all of their sound, and said that's what inspired us. So, yeah, what's interesting to me about that is that that whole Beatles milieu, if you will, people wanting to sound like them, that's actually not a bad thing. I've never found that to be a terrible thing. And I say that because, go back a little ways to the Beatles, and do you remember Harry Nielsen?
0: Oh, of course I do. Um, What was that ballad that he sung, which was um, like a massive... Harry Nielsen. And he was with... I can't think of that ballad right now, but he joined up with John Lennon, became good mates with him. Didn't he? John Lennon. When he was in New York in the 90s, was it? No, 80s, because he died in 1980s. It must have been... Oh, my Lord, yeah. 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 Um, I'm trying to think of that song. I don't know if we could stop, but it's... I love it. It's just, it's a great song. Without You. That's yeah. it. Without a yeah. doubt. so that's it. Because it's a great song.
1: We'll play a little bit of Without You. Let's go ahead and do that. And now it's only fair that
2: I should let you know
1: I can't forget. Yeah. But yet so you were saying, Harry Nielsen. Yeah, cuz the other thing in the US his big hit was Everybody's Talking, but to come back full circle to the Beatles. Yeah, Everybody. You want to you want to hear that too? Cuz that was the biggie in the US. Everybody, not the
0: Bobby Golds, but Everybody's Talking at me. Yes. I don't that was
1: Harry Nilsson. Yep, Are was you him. sure about that? Mm-hmm. Really? 1969, the year I was born really that's like i love that song
2: everybody's talking at me i don't hear words they're saying only the echoes of my mind people stop and stare i can't see their faces only the shadows of their eyes. I'm going well, the sun keeps shining through the pouring rain. Going well, the weather suits my clothes. Banking off of the northeast winds, sailing on summer breeze
0: skipping over the ocean like a storm everybody's talking at me i don't hear what they're saying only the echoes of my mind that is how I mean, that
1: is so hard to believe yeah it's beautiful america that was such a big hit in america that it's even on the forrest gump soundtrack
0: but getting back to you talking about um, rip offs and people taking other stuff and all that kind of thing. But if you look at Oasis and the how they do it and the ability how they do that, it's like it's like anybody. It's like look at the stones, when they first started off, they were in a little club, I think in Seoul somewhere in London, and they were they didn't have their own material they were a blues band they just did american rhythm and blues songs that had already been recorded and
2: baby here i stand before you
0: But what did they do? They developed their own songwriting talent and used that blues influence.
1: Exactly. That's what inspired them. And that's my point with the Beatles thing is that the Beatles were inspired by Nielsen. They had said so in interviews when people were asking, who's your favorite band? They'd say Nielsen. I love That's probably Nielsen. why John Lennon
0: and them hit
1: it off as artist-wise.
0: And they probably, I think they like women booze and
1: partying too so well yeah but everybody's inspired by somebody is kind of my point
0: yeah that probably didn't but but totally so if you look at that whether it's the only reason that the english i mean ever come up with rock and roll is because i have to admit it's you guys that gave it to us you gave it to us and you know I think we talked, you know, when the the docks of Liverpool and the merchant tailors, they were making, uh, I mean, it's probably drugs now, but no offense, you know, it's probably what's in the packet. But back then, what they used to bring in, I guess, kind of illegally was records at those time from America and introduced
1: it to the youth. And just like your pirate radio, you talked about in a previous episode, Off the Shore. That's really cool because I'll tell you, one of the things I love about the Beatles' early stuff is listening to them doing covers of Johnny B. Good and some of the others. Oh, yeah, But
0: well, you know what? Unless you play somebody before they sell a 100,000 copies, you're always going to get the same people being played over and over again, which is true. And I hate to say it, uh, there's some good FM and stuff, but it's like, in my mind, it's diminishing because... You can have a massive group or any group and whether they've had three hits or 300 hits, they play the same ones over and over again. And I believe people need to be introduced and to know these songs that these artists want to play. And they, I mean, they have massive bodies of work, but... You know, it's like a time game with advertisements and DJs talking and how much time we're going to find to talk, just like we're talking now. But I'm saying then we talk about how they're not going to play, you know, the advertisements and they play more advertisements and then and it's the same perpetual ...stuff which I don't believe people... the vast majority of people want to listen to. They want to mm-hmm. have fun, interesting conversation... ...and be enlightened by new music. And that's why I'm so excited about what we're doing. We're introducing people to new, old music. You know, we talked about the Hollies in the 60s... ...and all those groups. Yeah, they had hits over in the States. But they had a lot more hits that they had after the States cut them off from the charts, you know. You guys look at your charts and doing it a different way in England, you know. It's more up to the people in England who buys the songs that they hear. And going back to pirate radio or going back to radio, you know, if you can get it out here. And that's the great thing about inter global uh, connections now, just like our program, we can share it with the whole world, you know, which is fabulous if you're gonna be sharing good, happy, fun, exciting, wonderful programming, and to offer something to somebody that, one thing they can have more fun, be entertained with great tunes and great sounds that they've never heard about in the past, and finding out, that's why people like, you know, it's all right, That's why people like, you know, game shows and that, because you find out trivia and fun things about the people you love and listen to. And it's like reading, like, the first chapter of the book. You've got to read the whole book and you should look at some of these songs we're going to be, you know, sending to you and introducing to you, along with the funny, exciting trivia, how it became a song and where the artist came from. And, you know, what was their inspiration for bringing out that song?
1: Yeah, but the fun is we also have come full circle because you think about your pirate radio and your 45s, those were all audio. It was not a visual medium. And then part of that global explosion of pop culture in the 80s was video. As Trevor Horn in The Buggles said, video killed the radio star. I heard you on the wireless back in
2: 52 Lying awake for tuning in on you If I was young, it didn't stop you coming through
1: lot of image and packaging and all of a sudden part of it was the look and the look started to inform what was popular but here we have the internet and now we have podcasts like ours we have a lot of artists if you go out there on SoundCloud or Pandora and you punch up some artists' names and start looking, you're going to find so many people, everything from someone who has a studio but just doesn't have the marketing to someone who's sitting in their basement making their own recordings, and all of them have talent. And it's so much fun to find that because then you listen to those because Pandora knew that you liked the Beatles and suggested this band, and every one of these people who are inspired by the same bands you love has something fresh and new to give you.
0: Well it's like anything. When video was invented it gave you a show along with the music. The only show you'd get with records and before, you know, all the engineering and the technology change was you'd listen to the records and it was all about the music. And sometimes you never even knew what the groups looked like and everything just by the cover of the album. What happened was like if you go back you go back to the shows that were live, the only way you would see your heroes would be to be there at seven o'clock on a Thursday mm-hmm. night out in live TV because it's a live concert, basically. These guys were playing live. I preferred when they played them live. Uh, they changed it actually, and dubbed in the music, uh, I think in the 70s. But it really separated the the real bands to the other bands.
1: We are kind of spoiled because now we can just click add to playlist and we just don't like have you to can make science. <laughs> just like you can make
0: everyone sound good if you can carry a note. Just like if you're semi-good looking, you can look absolutely incredible. But mm-hmm. it don't mean to say that it's real, right? So that, but that was the video. You, you had no ways of recording it. You just had to watch it live. But when the 80s crashed in, Then you could see this incredible video along with your music and see those stars all dressed up and dancing and doing special effects and giving you a circus olé of music. And, you know, look at Duran Duran. Duran Duran was known to be... They were made and adapted for video. These guys are good looking. They got makeup. They they all went. Elvis wore makeup. I'll wear it if it makes me look better, no false eyelashes either, but anyway, <laughs> Elvis wore mascara and coloured his hair in, when he was a teen because he wanted to look like Roy Orbison I think, but he always had uh, uh, like dark blonde hair, uh-huh. Elvis, yeah? and no, uh, some people don't realise that, but anyway.
1: Let's carry on. I'm going to give you a little bit of a snippet just for fun, because there is an argument I sometimes hear from folks slightly older than me who say, no, these kids these days, they don't remember the Beatles. No one's ever going to remember Elvis. They're not going to carry on. And one of my favorite modern bands has been Panic at the Disco. They did an album a few years ago that was entirely an Oasis-like tribute to the Beatles. And I want to play a little snippet of it for you so you can hear this delightful joyful penny lane kind of sound it's and I all it's think. all
0: new to me blake i've not heard
1: this before this is going to be exciting exactly so here we awesome. go i'm gonna i'm gonna play this for you and let you listen and then we'll and i'll let you see the video too
3: back to the street where we
1: That was Panic at the Disco, disco. and that was Nine in the Afternoon, which is from the album Pretty Odd. That is fantastic. I mean, it's
0: kind of mesmerizing how they did that. You can tell it's like quite an old video, but it just pictures the, I mean, the Sgt. Pepper's bit, Mm -hmm. and how they they did it, but only in a more modern version. But there again, you look at it as...
1: Paying homage to yeah. a, a great group. They weren't making fun. They Those grass just... flourishes were all Penny Lane. I mean, that was just bright and cheerful and, and slice of life kind of sound. And they had a... I'm, I'm not familiar with them, I'll be honest. Mm-hmm. But uh, that
0: is a, that's a brilliant track right there and a great video. And they had a number of hits.
1: Oh, yeah. yeah. Actually, the, the interesting thing is their sound keeps evolving. So the Pretty Odd album is their Beatles homage. And then you have other albums that go in different directions, like there's one called Too Weird to Live, Too Rare to Die that's got a lot of an 80s sound to it.
0: So would you class them as being a video band type thing again? They started off as video. Were they selling the music before videos come up?
1: No, I think part of what's fun about playing that particular song to you is they're they're talking about what it was like in those early days when they were trying to get noticed and famous and trying to go back to their roots. I get it. That was the theme of the song, but at the like same time. Like ironically, yeah. They no, were actually ironic type of way. And they were not a visual band like in the eighties. They were a band that their sound was just different and captured people, a little like the Beatles, but they weren't as huge as the Beatles. So in other words, you're saying they were showing us, this is the
0: way you've got to be now
1: to mm-hmm. get
0: recognised. got to get out there on film and be the most... Well, you can look at it again as art video, and the people that captured the music in with the feel of that music on the video, they were the big successes. I mean, look at Billy Idol with White Wedding. I yeah. Mean, that was like, you know, Bram Stalker's Dracula, and it,
1: it got through the it, '80s filter. You know, with the,
0: you know what I'm saying, with mm-hmm. the crosses and the, the symbolism and all black and everything and all that. And when you think of that, and that's what they wanted to do. Her name is real. You want to get on a boat, maybe not in your suit with all your hair blow dried <laughs> and jump off with all that. but you're getting noticed. And I think the girls did notice those guys
1: and. Well, not just girl. i mean we we noticed how what a great band they were too i've got a fun story about that actually because we didn't have cable when i was a kid we lived out in the country and we were in a hotel my father said hey come look at this and i know now looking back that when he saw that mtv was on the hotel television to his mind he was showing me the new version of american bandstand so we were we were in a hotel and my dad said, hey, come look at this. And he turned on the TV knowing full well that what he was about to do to show me music television, because it was pretty new, was he was going to show me my generation's version of what American Bandstand was for him and, and Soul Train. So what was fun about it is White Wedding, I, I mention it because... I sat there and watched it, and at the time, there wasn't a lot of video content because the music video was a new idea. Here's the fun part, Steve, though. We had, we kept getting White Wedding and Beat It and Billie Jean and uh, Video Killed the Radio Star, of course, in heavy rotation because there weren't a lot and they'd start to roll in new videos as they were made, but do you know what they did to fill the time? No. They went backwards to some of the other artists who were avant-garde about video, in particular David Bowie. There was a lot of David Bowie video material there because Bowie was one of those people who said, "I'm going to make video stories in addition to my audio." So early MTV, lots of David Bowie. Oh, he
0: did, yeah. And but everyone that the huge successful uh groups and of that time, especially when the boom of MTV, I thought MTV was the best thing since sliced bread. I'll tell you. You know, I thought we'd just gone from you know, radio and stuff, which I still love just listening to music, of course, but to have that visual, I mean, I had my salons, I had had the big TVs that weighed a ton but always playing MTV because (laughs) everybody loved it, you know, they couldn't wait. And, you know, you look at men at work as, you know, it was that creative, just like Pixar can create these fantastic movies with animation they created in their own way fantastic videos, maybe with not the technology that we have now, but that's what makes it great, is using that, you know, the ancient, because you had to try harder. Yeah. You didn't have as much stuff to make yourself look as good. But, I mean, I I could go through a few of my favorite videos, and, you know, I'd have to say White Wedding is one of them. And, of course, I, I. Police is in my top three bands of all time. You look at the police videos. Yeah, they captured the, the music and the sound. When he ran off to Masinique, is or somewhere, and, uh, and he recorded uh, every little thing she does, and got away. the 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 island, and just captured walking on the moon. That was a great video. It was probably just filmed down the road. I think it was right. At, oh really. Yeah, at Space Kennedy Center with the uh, shuttle. Oh, yes, okay. It was California, you know, when they're playing the drums on there. I didn't know, yeah, actually. That's one yeah. of those areas I didn't know about. Yeah, but uh, and the thing is, when you look at it as a business point of view, I still have videos of groups. I mean, I've got videos of all the greatest hits of certain groups now because it's just awesome to be able to do that, <laughs> isn't it? I mean, <laughs> yep. it's just a great piece of art. And it's still it's still out there. But it's um it's no different than any promotions nowadays. But the thing is now and it's not always good and it probably sounds old, but I like waiting for stuff too and being surprised. Just like wow. you know, listening to people like us chat. We don't want to chat about all the same we want to bring people in and share things with them that makes them exciting that makes them interested and makes said uh, they think and hopefully direct them back to what gives you joy when it listens to music
1: part of the fun of that too is that um, when i've been tracking down some of the stuff like it's been a while since I've heard this song, or i would never heard Dominique by The Singing Nun, so I had to go find it. And I love the fact that the internet has people who love these artists so much that if there isn't a music video, they'll upload the song to YouTube, and they'll go ahead and put slices or pictures or things so you see who is this person. Some of them, they don't have a video, but they'll take random clips of them and put that up there. The mamas and papas i saw her again if you go find that on youtube you'll find that someone who really loves the mamas and the papas was very careful to put a neat little montage of that stuff that you mentioned of them shopping in hollywood boulevard they they bundled it all together and even though it's never going to sound perfect because you don't want studio quality anyway oh yes yeah, it's fun me, to watch a
0: set, like going back to the mamas and papas because um, you know I lived in California when I was a little boy then went back to England but when I was there uh, pre, preteen sat watching Top of the Pops a lot of the American artists I, I want to say we talked about the video being in the 80s a new thing but like the American artists that couldn't come perform on stage in the uh, studio at that time would send, I don't want to say videos but film of them like uh, the Mamas and Papas would send over, just like the Beach Boys would send over uh, videos of
1: well, all the hits. Like Hard it. Day's Night, when they were moving in and out of the different cars to get from one building to another, that kind of stuff.
0: Well, that was the beat, yeah, but I mean, like the, the Beach Boys, I mean, like uh, God Only Knows, he did a video on that one. And I Saw Her Again, which is one of my favorite classic mm-hmm. songs of Mamas and the Papas. As a kid, I I saw the the film, and I guess it was that video of that day where they're going down Sunset Boulevard, and Mama Cass got her head out of the window. Yeah, and they're in the hippie car, and they're jumping up, having a great time, and that's one of my influences. Saying, "No offense, Manchester, I love you, but I'm getting hell out of this rain, and I'm heading to Cal. You know, I'm going back to California where I used to live." But a lot of the groups, so I guess we should take it back, but the availability and what you can do and making it actually into a mini movie, they didn't quite have enough uh, technology, which has changed now too. So like any technology, it can be a reason for good and bad.
1: But we're here to spread the good. That's right, we're gonna use technology to walk all over the map. We wanna hear what you love, we wanna share what we love. And we want you to go explore, go out and find these bands. Let us know what moves you, what soothes you, what makes you feel
0: great, what takes you back into that number one place in your life. That we know certain music and certain songs do it for me. I know they do it for Blake, the Yank, and that's why we have such a passion and love for what we do. We want to share it amongst everybody here and find out and hear where you're coming from and where your most wonderful memories come from. So pick out that favourite song and you send it to and you let us know why and how you feel about that and where it transported you into that heavenly place. Whether it's shaking your booty or whether it's having that tear drop that you just can't get rid of. We'll take anything that's good, okay? So make sure it's great and it's from the heart and we are going to share it with everybody out here. Thanks for listening to us, guys. Thanks, everybody. Take care, everyone.